like no other, the champions have been able to Sporting news, reviews, and previews. This is the Sports Desk. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. It is Friday, the 11th of June, and good to have some ease of restrictions across Melbourne. Uh, and of course, an exciting weekend of sports. Jay is back with us, and of course, um, Jack as well. Good morning, both to you. How are you doing? Going well, Sam. It's good to be back. Been out of power in this <laughs> couple of days of wild weather. Yeah, last night. Oh, two nights ago now. But yeah, I just came back yesterday, so it was uh, wasn't nice. But it's uh, thankful it's come back just before the weekend starts. And how's it doing for you, Jack? I can't complain. I mean, lockdowns just allowed me to watch a dangerous amount of sport. To be honest. Yep. And we'll continue that this weekend. Uh, a few things off the bat first. Um, we spoke a little bit about Ange Postacoglu last weekend. He has since been confirmed as the new manager of Scottish Giants Celtic. He said in a statement, the opportunity uh, that has been given to me is one of the greatest honours in football and the responsibility to lead our magnificent football club into the future is one that I will cherish dearly. Uh, so that's massive news. Jay, we hadn't he- heard your thoughts on, on that move. How, how do you feel about it? Uh, well, I mean, I I mean, I had mixed like feelings about Ange when he was the Aussie coach. Um, but, you know, Celtic is a successful club. So I think the move to come in, I think he'll do what he needs to do and continue to build that um, that club and, yeah, it's exciting for them. I think it'll, it'll work out well. And Jack, we spoke a little bit last week. It's actually come to fruition. We weren't sure if it was going to happen. What are your thoughts on it again? I mean, it's just awesome to have um, Australian representatives on the international level, isn't it? Like, it's just, um, it's only good for Australian football. Yep. Yep. I, I think, um, I'm not sure what the coverage has been like on it, but I hope because uh, if AFL was a world scale and, you know, you got... Um, you know, an Aussie AFL coach coaching, you know, a big team or something like that. It uh, probably would have been much louder, but um, no, it's, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a great achievement um, for Australia and for the footballing world. Also, big shocking news this week. Uh, Jay, Collingwood has been through uh, the works uh, many things this year, but Nathan Buckley deciding to leave or being asked to leave, um, you can make your mind up on which one is uh, the case, but ha- what are your thoughts on the whole Collingwood situation? Oh, I mean, it it was interesting. Like, I was that, that was a big win against Adelaide the other week, um, but I guess he's put, it's been a neutral agreement to what we've heard. Um so it'll be interesting because this last game against Melbourne, if they win that, I don't know what to think of it because it's all of a sudden you start a turning point potentially for them late on the season. But 
I mean, there's a lot of rumours about who could be the next one, like Ross Lyon or something. It'll be interesting to see who they have on the market for coaches. Yep, interesting. Jack, what's your thoughts? Um, I think it's inevitable, really. Um, Nathan Buckley, when he did become um, Collingwood coach all those years ago, he was supposed to take them to the promised land again. He was always going to be a... Um, a top a top eight coach. Well, we hope. Well, everyone hoped um, he was supposed to win them grand finals, and he hasn't done that. And it seems like Collingwood are due for a rebuild, being bottom four. Um, and clearly, he doesn't think he's the coach to do that rebuild. So I think it's good that he stepped away in his own terms, and they will bring in a coach who um, is more equipped for a rebuild. Yep. Yep. Definitely, um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens to, to Collingwood over the next 12 months and who they decide to take in. I mean, they must be doing, as you say, proper rebuild. There's no replacing the coach, and they must be doing the full hog now, just trying to get every bug out of the, uh, the Collingwood camp. Um, yeah. So interesting to see what happens, uh, but plenty of football to talk about. Uh, plenty of sports coming up. Uh, we've got the basketball next. Uh, NBA finals are well underway. And the uh, NBL Finals kicking off this weekend. We're going to get to our first track uh, of the show. It's a brand new song from the Nothing But Thieves. Uh, It's called Future Proof. This is the Friday Sports Desk on Sin. Nothing But Thieves on the Sports Desk on your your Friday morning. That was brand new one, Future Proof. It's time for some basketball. And take us away, Jake. Yep, so we'll continue the second round over this week for the NBA playoffs. We had Philly get up over Atlanta to tie that series, um, which we sort of expected Philly to respond after Atlanta shocked them in the first game. Um, What were your thoughts on that one, Jack? Um, I mean, it was inevitable this game. I think this game, uh, this matchup's got a potential for a seven-game series. Um, Atlanta just shocked Philly in that first game, didn't they? It was like, I was not mm. expecting that, to be honest. Trey Young just came out swinging. Um, the matching with Philly getting the next one, that was pretty much inevitable to happen. Um, it should be good. I'm really interested to see who gets game three, though. Yeah. Back, uh, moving over to Atlanta for that one now. So that'll be interesting. Uh, and then the same day, we had Utah get up by three points over the Clippers in a bit of a thriller. It was, yeah. um, I was disappointed in Paul George. He was shooting bricks at the start. I think he was one of 12 or something at one point in the match. Um, and he ended up going about, I think it was like 23% from the field or something mm. like that. It wasn't I a good want, game for him. No, I don't, um, want, to say, I don't want to say playoff P. Um, uh, it was it's, it's yeah, it's not uh, what you want to see. But they they did show a fight, which will definitely have Utah a little round. Hopefully, an interesting game two to come in that series because, as I said, the Clippers did put up a fight against Utah away from home. So we'll see how the second game goes there on the weekend. Uh, and then we had uh, yesterday the Nuggets and Phoenix. Phoenix comfortably getting home by 25 points to go up 2-0 in that series. Secured home court there. Um, Denver just have struggled in those two games, really. They haven't really found their feet. They had a bit of a lead in that first game and then dropped it big time. And then the second game, it just from start to finish, wasn't really a fight there. How did you see that one, Jack? Um, I mean, it's unfortunate. I thought um, Denver... 
but would, I thought this would be a much more even matchup than it's turning out to be. Um, we can't deny how much of a leader CP3 is. He's just mm. one of those players that elevates any team he goes to. Um, and it's it's unfortunate that um, Denver might go out in straight sets here, especially with, with the new MVP. Yep. Um, but, yeah, as you said, Chris Paul, 15 assists, no turnovers. Yeah. Which wow. is unbelievable. He just keeps on keeping on. Um, and now, I guess we look towards the weekend. Um, so today we've got nine thirty during the show. Brooklyn and Milwaukee. That will be an interesting one. Brooklyn have been comfortable in that series so far, up two nil. Bucks haven't really showed anything in that series. But do you expect a response from them in this third game? Back. I I expect absolutely no response. I think um, Brooklyn are going to walk away here four and zero. Milwaukee have looked absolutely insipid on both ends of the court. Um, yep. They can't. They can't keep doing this to Giannis. Giannis. I mean, Chris Middleton showed signs in the first round, but he's not a. He's not. An, he's not a superstar. Um, Giannis needs a partner that's actually going to give four quarters every single match. Yeah. And Giannis playing on the ball defense is, and then like Kevin Durant just destroyed yeah. him. Really. Yeah, dominating really. They need to fix some matchups in that series. Um, and then the second game of. Utah and Lake, uh, the Clippers will be after that game. Um, as we said, should be an interesting. See how yeah. the Clippers respond. I agree. Yeah. That's that. That's my best. Uh, that's my favorite matchup of this um, round. Um, I hope Utah hang on. I feel like they're going to have to um, beat the Clippers early. I think they need to get two and zero very quickly. Because um, if the clip we've seen in the first um, the first round, if the Clippers get a, um, a hold of you. You're just going to get absolutely decimated. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, the games we just talked about, Philly and Atlanta will play their third game and the Nuggets and the Phoenix will play their third game. See how those pan out, the Nuggets can bounce back and if Atlanta can get some form back from that first game, um, should be interesting. Um, and we'll just quickly run through, they've announced some awards um, already. The Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert again. That was probably not too much of a shock for some people. Um, he just keeps on keeping on this Frenchman. Another strong yeah. season for him. Yeah, the seven foot one Frenchman. He's just so consistent, isn't he? I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from him each game. You're going to get some great blocks and some great defensive plays in the paint. Yep. And Tom, uh, Thibodeau then from the Knicks got coach of the season. I'm sure Suns fans weren't too happy about it. it wasn't Monty Williams, but the the Knicks, even though they got knocked down that first round, they showed so much to get to the playoffs from where they were. So yeah, I, I agree. Fair yeah. award to give, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they they probably had the worst list out of the top 16 teams that made it into the playoffs this year. But, I mean, having Julius Randle as your number one guy and doing so well all year is pretty impressive. Yeah, I agree. And finally, we've got... Nikola Jokic named the MVP, lowest draft pick to ever win at pick 41. So that is a big achievement for him. And hopefully he can um, try and show something for the Nuggets. I mean, he can't do all the work. They need support. But nonetheless, to get the award as a center, thing that's happened since 2000. Correct, um, with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaq gave him a good congratulations the other day. So... Well, Steve, it's great to see that centers are still 
still got relevance in this league. It's it is, you know, it we is. got like Dirk Nowitzki was probably the last real big one for us, and then you know, you got Giannis coming in now, and now Jokic. So plenty of guards in Embiid as well. So there's a lot of them starting to come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, it just proves that um, uh, the basketball is a very fluid game. We didn't have any MVPs for nearly two decades and uh, centre MVPs for nearly two decades and now they're back. And, I mean, second place on the MVP ladder this year was another centre, Joel Embiid. Yeah. So it just, it just shows that, um, I mean, you can make a team out of anything, really. It doesn't have to be one strict formula. You can um, just, as long as you're a good player, you can win the MVP. That's it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's NBA, Sammy. That's, yep. that's a wrap. And the weekend. back home uh, in the NBL, the semi-finals uh, this weekend. Um, last night, of course, the Wildcats and the Hawks. Uh, but tonight, 7.30, the showdown, Melbourne United and South East Melbourne Phoenix. Wow, uh, The Hawks and the Wildcats again play again on Saturday, 5.30. And, of course, the same for uh, the two Melbourne teams, Sunday, 3 o'clock. Massive two games this weekend for both Melbourne teams. Yes, it is. Um, it's awesome to have a derby in the finals, isn't it? First seeded Melbourne United versus fourth seeded South East Melbourne Phoenix. Um, South East Melbourne Phoenix are quite lucky to actually make the finals. They had to rely mathematically to make it in at some points and um, good on them for getting this far. Yeah, yep. I agree. And uh, I don't mind the best of three series. It's just not that I'm against best of seven, but it's a lot quicker, so it makes it a lot more interesting. You <laughs> have to be on your game pretty early with your series, so I don't mind it. It's good. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and that wraps it up for basketball. We're going to get to our next track, and we're going to come back with some AFL. More buys this weekend, so if you wonder why your team's <laughs> d- doesn't have a game, it's because the buys continue on. Uh, all of that and more on the sports desk on your Friday morning. This is Churches. How to not drown Churches and Robert Smith on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And it's time to talk round 13 of the AFL. And Friday night footy, of course. Tonight, big one between Sydney and Hawthorne at the SCG. Uh, we'll take a look at the changes to the squads. Uh, only one out named for Sydney at this stage, Chad Warner, injured. Uh, Hawthorne have named Will Day, uh, Jai Newcomb, uh, debut. Jago Mira in, out. James Cousins, Damon Greaves, uh, Mitch Lewis and Josh Morris. Uh, how do we see this game? First up, I'll start with you, Jack. Um. I mean, Sydney's coming off a close win to St Kilda, probably closer than they were anticipating. Um, and but Hawthorne will be fresh off the bye, so it could be a really good one. I think um, the SCG will benefit um, Sydney here, and um, but um, I think it'll be closer than we all think because I think Hawthorne and Alistair Clarkson will be absolutely desperate to avoid the bottom four this year. I think if they make the bottom four this year, then they're going to have then they fully have to do a rebuild. Joe. Yeah, I'm the same. I think Hawthorne just have to play better, simply. I mean, Sydney got a bit of a scare against the Saints last week, but um, I'm pretty sure that Hawthorne will come out firing. Um, But I'm still going to be tipping Sydney in this one, Jess. Okay. um, I will tip the Swans. 
I think as much yeah. as Hawthorne are going to try and barrel the way up, um, I think this one side is just a bit uh, above pace for them. Uh, next to uh, Saturday, 4.15, it's the Fremantle Dockers taking on the Gold Coast Suns. In for Fremantle, Brett Brulee, uh, Reese Conker, Alex Pierce, Brandon Walker, a debut, and Joel Weston, a debut. Connor Blakely out, Brendan Cox, Nat Fife, uh, Griffin Logue, Tobe Watson, uh, Nathan Wilson in for the Gold Coast, Jack Bowers and Matty Rao. Good to see his name. Uh, out, Rory Atkins, Josh Corbett uh, and Jai Farah. Matty Rao, that's a big in for Gold Coast. That's a huge in. That's the biggest in of the year. I mean, <laughs> Gold Coast are going to belt Freo and Matt Rao's going to get three ground low votes. That is all there is to it with this game. <laughs> Probably clear-cut. It's about right, I <laughs> How many outs free have as well? I don't yeah, think, uh, and Nat Fife out. Yeah. Wow. We all agree that Matt Rowe's a better player than Matt Fife, and um, <laughs> so Matt Rowe will be the only Brownlow medalist out there. There you go. <laughs> yep, I'm going to have to tip Gold Coast as well. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Up the Suns. Go to the Suns. Saturday, 7.25, it's the Saints and Adelaide Crows. In for St Kilda, Paul Hunter, Ben Long and Jack Loney. Out, Oscar, uh, Claverino, Jaden Geary, Tim Membry and Sebastian Ross. In for Adelaide, Sam Berry, uh, Josh Worrell. Out, Nick Murray, uh, Rob, Ronan O'Connor and Lachlan Scholl. Um. I think this could be a really good game. Um, I mean, Adelaide lost last week to um, Collingwood, which was not ideal um, for them. And St Kilda lost to Sydney, which is also not ideal for them. But um, both teams, they're looking okay. They're not bottom four, but they're they're both looking on the verge of good, better things in the next few years. Um, I think, and this game's in Cairns, by the way. So um, at least last time I checked, it was. So. Um, be very interesting to see how this one goes. Um, it's a bit hot up there right now, so um, it'll be which team lasts the longest for all four quarters, I reckon. Yep, Kazali Stadium, uh, the unforgettable name. <laughs> I think the last game we saw up there, uh, Brisbane played uh, Melbourne up there last year, I think. From True, Melbourne. yeah. Good call. Uh, uh, next to Sunday... Oh, I didn't do my tip. I will take... Uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. You'll take Adelaide, yeah. yeah. Adelaide. Yes. Okay, next to uh, North Melbourne and GWS. Uh, big blast b- Bluster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. In Hobart. Well. Hobart, yep. Blundstone. Uh, in for North Melbourne uh, to uh, Bonsvalagi. There we go. That's an 85% good pronunciation. Uh, Will Phillips, Jaden Stevenson, Robbie Tarrant, and Tristan Zeri. Out, Charlie Lazaro, Connor Menadieu. Uh, for GWS, uh, in Tanner Brune, Toby Green, Adam Kennedy, Jack Stein, and Matt DeBoa. Out, Matt Bunting and Jake Riccardi. Yeah, <laughs> good old Matt DeBoa. Um, <laughs> you know you were wrong this. Not- oh, man. <laughs> I think this could be a really um, interesting one. Um, I mean, if North go on and win this game, it just shows how inconsistent um, teams can be and how inconsistent these two teams can be. I mean, GWS look 
great some weeks and looked absolutely dreadful other weeks. Um, but both come off the buy round, and we know strange things happen after the buy round. So this could be anyone's game. Yep. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Uh, I like it in um, Tassie. I reckon it gives North a chance. But uh, mm. Toby Green's a big in for Giants, so I'd probably still be leaning towards the Giants just because of Toby. He's just such a good player. Yeah, but I guess if um, North really want to have a really good back half of the year after their dreadful first half, they're going to want to start it strong. I reckon it'll be mm. all guns ablazing. I'm going to say North. Big game. Oh, I don't. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say Giants, uh, no. even though they've got a big following down there, North Melbourne, a few Tasmanians. Uh, what'd you say, Jay? What was yours? Um, sticking with Giants oh, as Giants. well. Okay. All right. Next to Sunday night, seven twenty, West Coast Eagles taking on Richmond. Uh, Oscar Allen, Jared Brander, Liam Duggan, Josh Kennedy, and Nathan Vardy in for West Coast. Brad Shepard and Bailey Williams out in for Richmond. Kane Lambert, Will Martin, Ben Miller a debut, and Hugo Ralph Ralph Smith uh, out. Riley Collier Dawkins. <laughs> Here you go, Jack. Um, I think, um, well, both teams had interesting weeks last week. Um, West Coast finally got back on the winning in the winner's circle, and um, the Tigers just did Tigers things last week. Um, I um, oh, I'm sure you didn't like West Coast last week, Sam. But we'll no, I was hoping you pass over that right that, now. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that'd be silly. I'm always going to mention it. Um, <laughs> I think, and it also showed last week that Richmond can win at Optus against better teams. So um should be a good one. I'm going to take the Tigers here, though. Jack? Yeah, it's good to have Kane Lambert back. Yeah. Uh, it's time to get some reinforcements back, which is good. But equally, West Coast getting Kennedy and Allen back in that forward line. That's a big end, yeah. Big, big test for our defence to see how they yeah, go against them. Mm. So it'll be a good one. This should be a really good one. Hopefully we can get out for this one. Close game. I'm only going to take the Eagles because it is their home oh, at Optus, and they've got a good form. A good form he at home. Like Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'm back to a couple of weeks ago. No, I, th- I think West Coast have got a good form at home, and uh, yeah. few of their artillery back is big for them. <laughs> and of course, on to Monday, the final game of the round, um, Melbourne and Collingwood, the big freeze clash, big freeze at the G. Although the only thing is at the G is the slide. The rest of the game is at SCG, which is pretty interesting. Um, but always a big game. Uh, get your big freeze beanies um, available at Bunnings and Coles for, uh, to support this um, massive cause for MND. Uh, it's an important issue, and it's become a big thing every year, the big freeze. Always love to see it. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's only a good thing. Um, um, any, I think... Um, big clashes like this deserve charities backing behind it, and um, having the big um, the slide and the freeze. It's a it's just something fun to do, isn't it? Like it's just um, it builds. It's a bit more hype for the game. Um, get some celebrities involved. Get some yep. good exposure for the AFL. Um, I love it. Um, onto the game though. Um, it's Bucks's final game. It'll be interesting, won't oh. it? Um, Will he want to hope? Will he want to end his career in strong fashion? Will the players want that for him and um, get the win over first place Melbourne? But um, 
I, I see Melbourne um, walking away with this one and uh, pretty sad ending to Bucks' illustrious career. Jack? Um, I think Collingwood. <laughs> oh, you oh. Don't I'm doing it again, guys. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> now that Bucks' is, is last game, I can do it. I think the Pies <laughs> will cause an upset here. No, no way. For Bucks. Back to back wins for the Bucks. If they wanted back to do something for Bucks, they would have won the Premiership in 2018. Yeah, well, Dom Sheed's just too good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, I forgot to uh, put the ins and outs, so this may uh, inspire your thoughts, uh, Jay. Mason Cox is in there. Yes. Mitch Brown, no, Cade not. Chandler, Ed Langdon in for Melbourne. Mason Cox for Collingwood. Chris May, Ben McCreary. That Tom has one Wilson. good game a year. This could be and the Braden one. Braden Sierra's out. Mason Cox, okay. yeah, you, you could be onto something They're here, Jay. Be playing finals, no, so. This could be a big game. This, this, no, this is it. You're a fool. It's like when he debuted on Anzac Day, or was it Queen's? No, it's Queen's <laughs> birthday, wasn't he? he oh, debuted. No, it's Anzac Day. Anzac oh, Day. Yeah, in the big games, he'll he'll fuck he'll uh, he'll show up for this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Whether he shows up or not, I, a couple of hit at least I, two goals he'll kick. I still think Melbourne. I still think Melbourne. Melbourne have been a force to be reckoned with, and I don't think this patchwork Collingwood is is going to do this. <laughs> it's their biggest in is Mason Cox. They've got serious issues. Oh, Chris Main as well. Don't I watched, I watched oh. um, before lockdown a couple of weeks ago, um, I watched um, went down to the VFL, my local VFL ground, the Werribee Tigers ground, and watched Mason Cox play <laughs> on that field. Well, I'm sure oh, he was geez. dynamite to watch. Yeah, the tower, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. we're going to get to our next song When we come back, the world of the round ball game This is actually what I'm about to play Is the official Euro song for 2021 uh, It's Martin Garrix and um, bon- uh, Bonham No, sorry, Bono What am I thinking of? Bono from U2 on the track as well So it's called We Are The People uh, when we come back, all the round ball game on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. This is Sin. We are the people on the Sports Desk, Martin Garrix and Bono. The official Euro 2021 song uh, was Euro 2020, but we all know last year was an abomination. So it is <laughs> the 2021. Uh, boys, overall, what, what are your thoughts on the Euros? Um, to be honest, I've not really been an in-depth uh, viewer of the Euros before, but uh, I think this year I'm going to take a keen eye. Jay, we'll yeah, I like it. Yeah, you like I it? I like it. It's just, yeah, it's, it, it's something different. It gives a bunch of really talented players, international players, a go. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously you're looking at France and Belgium. They're probably two big ones that will be favourites going into that one. Even England, Germany, Italy, they're all... A chance this year, so I'm interested to see how this goes. Yep. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it's just good opportunity. To, well, it's, it, first and foremost, it's more sport to watch, isn't it? And we all love watching mm. sport. Um, it gets a chance to mix some of the teams up a little bit. Teammates that we don't usually see play with each other, play with yep. each other, and vice versa, I guess. Yeah, it's, and it's almost a warm-up, a World Cup-y kind of vibe to get us hyped for the, the World Cup again, because it's only a year away, so that's exciting. Portugal are the defending uh, champions from last time. Um, But we'll look at the games that are over the weekend. Uh, Of course, the games are a lot, and a few of them uh, are over the the main week as well, so weekday games as well. 
Uh, the ones over the weekend, Turkey and Italy kick off the competition. Uh, Saturday, 5 a.m., Wales and Switzerland, 11 p.m. on Saturday. Sunday, 2, 2 a.m., it's Denmark and Finland. Belgium and Russia, Sunday, 5 a.m., England and Croatia, Sunday night, 11 p.m., uh, and the games continue throughout the week. So that's pretty interesting, exciting. Not used to seeing these teams play um, and, as you say, play together. So I'll take a keen eye. Who do you pick, Jay? Who do you follow, Jay, in the, in the Euros? Who's your team? Um, oh, I love Belgium's team. It's, it's a nice team. Um, obviously, France, uh, they're a quality team on the World Cup. So um, usually I'm like Belgium or England for me for these ones, but it's an open playing field, I reckon. Okay, and Jack, I'm going to stick with my um, I'm going to stick with my um, Czech teams, I reckon. <laughs> um, Ukraine, Croatia, Denmark, Czech Republic. There, who I'm going to go with? Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I said last week that uh, I have to stick with. Um, my Ancestry.com says I'm 50% uh, English, so I'm going to take England. So, <laughs> um, and be singing, I'll turn into a pom, singing that it's coming home all weekend. So, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, Okay, well, on to the games. Continue as well uh, in the round ball game. And, of course, uh, uh, also... Uh, as well as international games, uh, the Socceroos continue, and uh, they've been putting on some good performances. Five-one uh, win this week um, uh, against who did we play? Oh, I've forgotten now. Uh, uh, Chinese Taipei. Yes, it? that's it. Yeah, that's it. correct. Um, we let them get a second half goal, which was <laughs> a bit scary at one point. Yeah. Um, but I think if we win the game, we play at two a.m. on Saturday, good time uh, against Nepal. Uh, and then our last game is against Jordan at Wednesday um, uh, at 5 a.m. But I think if we wrap this one away against Nepal, we're locked into a spot, uh, which hopefully means they can send Jamie McLaren and the other Melbourne City boys on an express flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, um, so. But it's good to be put on the, the green and gold and uh, cheer on Australia because it, it does. It's, it's interesting that uh, the Euros, you know, they get a big competition that they can build up for the World Cup for and really gel together. But we've got these, you know, qualifying games. But it seems that we need to have a similar thing uh, in Oceania and stuff. Um, would would be a good warm up for the teams over here. Uh, yeah, it's just a shame that um, the quality isn't as even as it is in the no. Euros. And no. also, I think geographically speaking, they're all much closer together. It makes it much easier to make it more of a tournament-style, yep. league-style thing. Yep. Yep, that is, of course, true. And, of course, kicking off this weekend, the A-League Finals. An exciting time. I love finals. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to attend some of them. Um, come on the VicGov. Uh, hopefully uh, by the time they have the semi-finals here, which is in uh, breaking news last night, they changed the game. Uh, Melbourne City have moved their originally scheduled Friday night semi-final in two weeks' time uh, to uh, 48 hours after. So it'll be June 20 at 4.05. So hopefully... 
uh, some of the local Victorian fans can be led in the stadium. Uh, I'm praying because uh, we missed out all of last season's finals. So um, would be disappointing if we missed out again, but hopefully it all goes well. And the first finals this week, the elimination finals, kicking off uh, Saturday, 7.05. It's the Central Coast Mariners taking on new boys, MacArthur FC. How do you see that game? Uh, I'll be interested because obviously it's MacArthur's first crack at the finals. So a bit of pressure on the Mariners. They did finish third though. So you'd think at home they'd be comfortable, but I reckon MacArthur might give them a bit of a scare. Could I'm the same. I think um, it'd be good to see um, the young boys and new team get up and about. And um, I don't think they'll get over Central Coast, though. I think it'll be Central Coast all the way. Mm. Yeah, they've been resilient this year, Central Coast, finally getting up for the bottom um, up into, you know, these top big games. So I think it's going to be hard for them to give that up after the year that they've had. Impressive. Uh, the next game will be Sunday, 3.05, Brisbane Raw and Adelaide United, um, both slipping in up, or oh, sorry, Brisbane, um, managing to get the cutoff point for the top six. Uh, how do you see that game? Oh, I'm 50-50 on this one, Sam. I don't really know who to pick. I think, um, I'm going to take Adelaide just I don't know. I just have yeah. a feeling they might might sneak in this one. But Brisbane, as you said, they've sort of just ducked into there. But I reckon they'll Adelaide will give them a bit of a rattle. Yeah, I think um, Adelaide too. They've been pretty consistent all year, and they've won the games when they've mattered. Um, and I don't think they'll lose this one to Brisbane. It'll be Adelaide for me. Yep, they've got some good young kids. Adelaide. Um, I forget who is the. Oh, they brought him on. I've forgotten his name. It'll come to me one day. But uh, he's <laughs> a great young talent, nonetheless. <laughs> and of course, as I said, yeah, the uh, semi finals are next weekend. Um, Sydney FC play the Saturday 705. Uh, and yeah, Melbourne City will play the Sunday at 405. That about wraps up the round ball game. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. It's been an exciting Friday morning on the sports desk uh, on Sin. Noel Gallagher's high flying birds. Uh, we're going to get the end. We're going to get there in the end. Uh, that wraps us up uh, for the Friday morning on the sports desk today. Hope you enjoyed it. Any final thoughts from you two? Uh, <laughs> no, no. That's been doing a pretty good job, guys. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be a good weekend of sport. We got basketball, soccer, um, footy. It's all and it's all at the good end of the season, so it should be a um, fun watch. Yep, and uh, hopefully everyone enjoys their well, sort of new restrictions. Um, we've been let relaxed a little bit, um, but hopefully that keeps coming our way and uh, can get to do a little more. Uh, very soon you can catch us next week uh, of course same time Friday uh, back in the studio which is good very uh, good and awesome. um, the of course you can catch the podcast um, uh, wherever you get your podcast the sports desk podcast uh, and of course you can catch the other teams uh, for, throughout the week of the sports desk so there you go hope you enjoyed thanks Jay and Jack thanks, thanks Sam and Jack thank you this is Sin, where young people run the show.